You're listening to the program, Snow Horse and the Polar Bear. Today we're having a couple of guests. One will be a call-in. We've had a, an excellent experience here just in the last few days. With me, we'll, we have uh, cameras going, and we also are on SoundCloud, so you can see us with or without the cameras. But presently, I have Julie Skeen sitting with me. She's a friend of mine. She's a product healer. She does a number of things. She has a cat rescue. Julie, would you speak to the people here a little bit before we get started on what we have to offer today? Well, we have uh, an amazing story of synchronicity is what we're going to be talking about today. Just amazing how God brings things together. Amen. And the, and the guest we're having um, call in here, his name is Adam Keefe. And I have to tell you, I hadn't met this young man before, but in order for this young man and his family to call the two of us in when we were not planning to go anywhere together that day is, is quite amazing. I want to also say with the, the show Snow Horse and the Polar Bear, what we're doing here is uh, offering people a way to get, glean some information for free with some of the things that I'm familiar with, and that is calling things in that people need without any real fanfare, prayers that are answered without any holy roller on the knees, you know, shouting or, or praying in circles or a number of people making it happen. It's really just a conversation to what I refer to as God, many will call creator or source, it's, it's best to call, you know, who's in charge by name. I mean, if we walk into a room and you're looking for your friend and you ask a room full of people, Can, have you seen my friend? And then they ask you to describe the friend, but never ask the name of the friend. It's just going to take a longer process to reach that person. And, and as, far, as far as I'm concerned, God is the same way. If you're just hollering things out to the universe, you might as well be talking to the store, you know, the building of the store where you're calling to get the pizza and demanding the store to give the pizza, when the guy on the inside is the one that's making it happen. So the guy on the inside that I call God, some call creator or source, that's what we're talking about here today with the synchronicity that uh, Julie is referring to. So because Julie, you know, started this out um, the other day, and I called her, you know, to, to meet up with her, Let, Julie, why don't you, you start this shindig we've got going here today? So... It started out just like uh, any other day. I woke up and was going through my Facebook feed and decided to take a look at Facebook Marketplace. And on the Marketplace, I come across an ad for a woman um, selling Petoskey stones. And I happened to remember, oh my God, that's right. I don't have any Petoskey stones in my collection anymore because... I gave them away to some friends from Germany wanting to give them a piece of real Michigan. Michigan. Right. Yeah. And, and we love to give. Yes. So, um, so I contacted this woman named Karen um, and I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm interested in your stones. And I told her the story about how I'd given mine away and, you know, when could I come by? So we arranged a time for, for me to swing by uh, not on that day, but another day. Right, but wait, before you continue, Julie, let me interject and let these people know. <laughs> a day before Julie made contact with this woman, I had seen the ad on Marketplace. Now, Julie and I have not made contact you know, through phone or uh, visits in a number of weeks anyway. Yeah. And we do, both do rescue work. So I, I saw that ad, and I, I contacted her. And in, in, in my... <laughs> MO. My MO is I want all of them. And so I told her, I said, there's a good chance I'm going to want all of them. You know, how many does 
do you have, you know, and what sizes, what prices, you know, can you show me pictures or, or go see them? And, I, and then when she said that she had others of a different size, I said, you know, I'm going to have to check with the person I'm, I'd be buying for, including myself, and get back with you. Well, I have to say that I had forgotten all about it. I got called away on other, other tasks, and then, and then the day proceeds. So I'm, I'm basically out of the picture. Julie does not know that I made contact. We had not talked about this. Go, go ahead, Julie. Okay, so the day comes up, and um, I'm, you know, getting ready to head over there, and uh, I had uh, suggested that that well, that, at, that well, you... Well, actually, I called to see what you were doing, and you said you're going to go take care of the cats, and then you're heading to Clarkston for an appointment, and I said, well, I've got an appointment in Pontiac, so I'm going to be down in Pontiac if I can see you just after the cats. So then yeah. you were heading to Clarkston. Yeah, so... So it, it worked out that you were... Um, my, my appointment canceled. Yeah. And I and, called, and, and you said where you were going. Yeah, and she asked me, well, well, exactly, where are you going? Right. And I said, well, I, I'm going... Because I'm nosy like that. <laughs> I'm going to see a, a woman about a bunch of Petoskey stones. And she's like, what? <laughs> well, that's funny. I talked to a woman, or I contacted a woman about Petoskey stones. And I said, well, my appointment's at, you know whatever it was, 415 or whatever, I said, uh, you know. I said, is it okay for me to come? Yeah, and I thought, well, why not? You know, it's woman's make sure, try, yeah, make trying sure. to sell the Petoskey Stones, so why would she not want more people there? So so I did message the woman, right. um, and she was fine. I was, I was crashing her party. Yeah, she was fine, <laughs> and uh, you were nice enough to say that I got to look at them first yep. since oh, I absolutely. had contacted her first. So I go to the house. And I get out, you know, put my mask on like I should and go to the doorbell and ring it. And the woman opens the door and I said, I know you. (laughs) And she said, she looks at me and she goes, you know, when I saw Julie and and you were talking about rescuing cats, I thought, oh, my God, is that Julie the pranic healer that I know? (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm like, well, what are the odds of this? Right, right, (laughs) right. So then she invites me to go to her garage and take a look at her Petoskey stone. Right. And I showed up shortly thereafter. Yeah. But the thing is, is when I came up, I, the first words to, uh, that I said to this woman is, you must be pretty special in order to call t- both of us in at the same time. Yeah. And then as we're talking about what we do, go, go ahead. Cause, so that's Because our guest is about to... That's you know, when I'm explaining... Well, we, you know, this well, woman you, and I know each other. Right. You know, she's a client of mine or has been a client of mine twice. Right. <laughs> Only um, she had gotten remarried, so I didn't recognize her last name is mm-hmm. what happened. So. Um, well, after after you were describing to her husband who, who was there. Yeah. You know, about what you did and why this was so amusing that all of us were there. And then I, you know, said what I, I do because I do visionary work. I've been called a lot of things good and bad, but the uh, Catholic Church has called me an animal whisperer. Uh, the layperson would call me a psychic. The There are other churches that call me a prophet. It's very difficult to call myself that. A layman's term of, of psychic is fine. I want to give, and I give a little teaching as we're talking about things because it's important for people to know that what the Bible is referring to, if you happen to be Christian and anybody's saying no fortune tellers, and, and that's exactly true because fortune tellers will tell you anything you need to hear according to them. All that is good, all will be well, no matter what. 
you know, and not look into any problems, just kind of blowing your skirt up, so to speak. Yeah. You know, that, that is the wrong thing and never putting God in charge. What I do and what Julie does is to uh, give credit and glory to God only yeah. for, for our gifts and knowing that, you know, we enjoy getting to take part in helping his people and his animals and, and life in general. So, and it's what in the Bible it says the bit about um, God giving us the gift of healing. So, well, it does. It's it under says, Corinthians. Well, it also says, "Physician, heal thyself." Yeah, you know. And Jesus was speaking to everybody when he said that, meaning each of us. It's a big deal. Yeah, you know. And <clears throat> let's not get into what marketing does here on earth to, to rob us of our. So, so, our anyways, own getting powers. back to the story. So, the, so then Karen says, "You know, I, I I'm going to have my son come out right. here." So, so that's when her her son. Adam steps out, steps out into the garage and, and we're all chatting about, you know, what we do. And so I offered to, um, show him right. what it is I do and gave him a right, but, healing but, well, session first, well, right there. Yes. But I, you know, we were both talking to them. And, um, so I, I, uh, gave, because they both asked, you know, an interpretation of what I might see. And that did take place. But the, the reason we're, we're kind of hogging the moment right here before Adam is on is to set the premise of how we even showed up. But I am going to say that it is Adam that on some level must have been speaking to the source or God, as I call it, to say, what the heck is going on down here? I need some help. I want to do this, that or the other. And I'm going to introduce Adam again. His, Adam, his name is Adam Keefe. He is the son of of the woman that we went to see about the Petoskey stones. He's the one that, you know, put it out. And, and maybe the family did. Maybe the family said, hey, well, I need my, my family to, to get some help here. And so... And by the way, Adam does not live in that home anymore, and he just <laughs> happened to stop by. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> okay, that's so... I was, I was going to share my side of it, because it's actually very interesting how you both end up showing together. Um, but the fact that I managed to show up at the same time as you guys, too, was very interesting. Um... I call it the universe. I know you guys say, God, you all have your own words. But um, the universe is very interesting in how it unfolds things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually at home, had plans to see my mom very briefly uh, earlier in the day, and then go out and do other things later. Um, I ended up getting caught at home just doing a bunch of things. I was way behind schedule. Um, but I'm the type I'm very intuitive, and I just let things unfold. Uh, so I just relaxed. I uh, was comfortable about the situation. I ended up going to my mom's uh, whenever I felt like it, which was about 10 minutes before you guys, actually. So I arrived there just about 10 minutes before both of you. Um, and then as I was there uh, playing, we were playing games with my mom and her husband. Um, it was actually very interesting because the universe will give you signs. Like my mom said, Hey, there's these two ladies here. Do you want to come and see them? And at first I was like, no, I'm just here to play games. So I'll just uh, sit here. Uh, but the universe had other plans and you, we all wanted other things. So it said to me, uh, if you're not going to listen to my first sign, I'll give you another one. So my mom goes, well, one of them's a, you know, energy healer, a pranic healer. And uh, she knows I'm very into energy healing. So from that point on, I was like, okay, something's up here. Two ladies are both into some sort of energy spiritual work. I'm going to have to go and see what's going on. And then that's uh, when the meeting between the three of us started. Right. Yeah. Very cool. And then that, I, it was interesting because, you know, I, without giving, uh, you know, personal detail or anything, their their dog walked out and I took a fancy to it. The dog liked me too, and he and the dog gave me some information. And and you, Adam, if I call recall correctly, you said you know the other I'm not so sure about, but this this is right on the money. And I said, well, I, it's not me. It's the dog. The dog is right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what just love giving credit where credit is due. Yeah, you know. And I do want to go over that again for the uh, people listening. Again, 
a lot of people are taking different steps to get to where they need. But I'm, I'm, you know, and, and uh, for you, Adam, I just want you to rethink, consider, at least reconsider that if you were ordering a pizza and you made the call to the, the owner or whomever is going to make the pizza and you walked to the building of the, the store instead and ordered it standing outside the car, standing out the building, there's a good chance that the guy on the inside isn't hearing you and giving credit to the building for delivering, you know, meaning the universe, because, you know, I'm under the impression that the universe is made and it's a housing, all these other things. And so it doesn't deliver anything without instruction or request, just like the building. There's, there's one to answer to. Just something to reconsider. Yeah, that's right. Just to elaborate, uh, when I say universe, I mean the, the universal, all-compassing energy more so, mm-hmm. uh, that creative force, um, which is a lot of, you know, I believe what people uh, attribute the power of God to. I just don't personally like the uh, term God because people equate it more to a physical or uh, kind of a person, and I just believe right. it's an all-encompassing, all-powerful energy. Yeah, I appreciate um, I appreciate that. the term universe. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, all I'm saying is that when, when the people have an opportunity to make it a little more personal instead of everything uh, answering, you get more result. And I, w- mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go over this again if I didn't know that. You know, I know that, you know, that the, the universe may have been giving you signs, but you had to be asking. Oh, absolutely. I agree 100%. You know, and then they find an avenue. I had a, I'm going to give you a brief, uh, you and everyone else listening, because I've got the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in charge here. In charge. Used to say that uh, I had a, a woman call me and want to know if I could uh, talk to her dog. And I said that, well, that would be fine. We set an appointment and she called. And I, and I do like to tell people that, especially about animals, is that um, the first animal out that I describe uh, may or may not be their animal. And that uh, I allow that animal to talk because we're giving them latitude to get their voice heard. And uh, sometimes it's an animal that's passed over or a neighbor's animal or whatever. So this woman uh, called and I described this dog and I said that it looked like a greyhound. And she says, I, I don't have a greyhound. I said, well, let's see what this greyhound has to say. And so the greyhound was saying that this woman, um, uh, uh, the owner of this dog, um, I can give her name because there's, I'm not giving anything else. Um, the, well, I won't give the name. How about that? So the owner of the dog was um, worried about uh, that, that she thought she was dying and she was going to have to leave work and have her last days, you know, and enjoying the best she could before she passed. And uh, the dog was saying that this woman is not dying, that she's not going to die. And that, so this woman says, well, I don't, I don't know anybody by that name. I said, well, the dog says you work with this woman. She says, oh, yeah. She says, I do have a, a, f- a friend at work by that name who happens to have a greyhound. She says, well, what am I supposed to do? I said, well, I'm suggesting that you go talk to this woman and say, you know, that you, you called somebody to have a, uh, somebody talk to your animal and um, that, that she's going to be okay. Apparently, you think you're passing and, and you're not. And she says, she says, well, I can't say that. I said, well, as long as you say that, you know, some crazy lady thinks she can talk to animals. And she says that the dog says, you know, you think you're passing. And, and the dog says you're not. And so <laughs> she says, so, so this person's getting a free reading? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I, said, I, said, well, <laughs> I, I said, apparently so. I said, well, we'll certainly talk with your dog. But I want to know, have you had a reading with me before? And, he, and she said, yes. And I said, that's how it happens. I said, the dogs know. You know, they talk to each other telepathically. So this dog contacted your dog to make you get a reading from me. So we did, we did have a chat about her dog and what was going on. She did, in fact, approach this woman at work. And she called me back and she said, uh, well, I told her. 
And she and the and the lady said, "Yeah." She says, "I I thought I was dying. You're telling me I'm not dying." And the woman says, "No, I'm telling your dog says you're not dying." Yeah. <laughs> so that's I mean, it is a, amazing what these animals know, you know, and they're trying so desperately to 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 take care of their owners, their caretakers, those that you love, even if they've never met the person. And so a lot of animals are, and, and one of the messages that I need to get out there really, you know, that God presses is that these animals are losing their life and their homes, you know, providing what look like bad behavior when it's actually a message. And we can, if we get the message, the dogs won't continue that bad behavior. If people want to check a couple of the other podcasts, they'll see one in particular that I talk about with regards to garbage and animals getting in it. That's a, it's a powerful thing and it can be stopped really just by talking. So anyway, so, so the cool part is, is then as the day progressed with uh, Adam and Julie and, and the, uh, the people there, just great conversation. I was able to, and, and, and Julie uh, took time to do a healing with I'm Adam. Adam yep. And Adam, what, do you want to give your experience of that a little bit? Oh, he's asleep. No. <laughs> just like church, damn it, man. <laughs> She's probably better to talk about her work than me, but I've had uh, experience with a lot of different types of energy healings, and it was right up there with, you know, craniosacral, all the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely felt the flow of energy a lot better after she worked on me. Um, She was able to notice things uh, I couldn't see. I think it's one of the best things to have in any energy worker work on you is they can see things that sometimes you're blind to. Um, So when she helped me remove two past traumas, basically from past lives that were both affecting my liver and the spleen, I felt a huge difference from that. There was sort of, I think, the uh, detox symptoms afterwards, uh, which was a lot of sleep and a lot of water. Good. Um, I definitely feel <laughs> definitely feel improvement afterwards, and a lot of things she worked on uh, do feel a little bit better. So Excellent. it was an amazing experience, and thank you. I'm grateful for her uh, working on me like that. Well, you're very welcome. Very cool. And I know that um, you and I talked a bit afterwards as we sat in that big butterfly chair or near it. Oh, well, we had a bench there, and I was looking at that butterfly chair. <laughs> Um, and, and some of the things that you were looking to do and going on in your life and, and uh, me having the, uh, the avenue of the podcast and inviting you in, you know, what are some of the things that you, Adam, you know, I mean, since we all co- collected, there's bigger things going on here than just the first meeting and whatever. What are some of the things that you, Adam, would like that you're calling in and perhaps the podcast being part of that? Um, like when we were talking with you, I said, uh, my purpose is basically... Um, I want to create more of a utopian-type world. Um, just from the interesting experiences uh, I've had in my life, I've been able to learn podcast your way where you can share information. Um, no, somebody you're fading in and out for some reason. Life. We, we skipped. We, we, we're, we we're skipped. missing some words here. I think something's going on. No, this, this is now. okay, but I, are you moving, um, Adam, from the phone at all, if you can stay focused on the, on the the speaker and don't move I'll around the room. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's. So, um, so the you said a utopian. Um... Yeah. Basically, my goal is to create more of a utopian world. Um, I would love to use this podcast just to inform people um, and educate them. I think about a lot of truths that have been hidden from us for uh, various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there's a lot more to life. I think we're we have uh, untapped potential for all humans. Um, like I said, I just love to use this as an avenue to educate and help uh, transform the world, basically. Yeah, it's, story. Well, definitely the, the ground up. If the, the people, you know, I've said this a dozen times at least, uh, is on 
the people are seeking and they, they keep seeking all sorts of teachers. And as I'm going to use the word, unfortunately, that most of the people out there are looking to be somebody when in fact they are already somebody and anyone, and I'm not talking about you, Adam, I'm talking about the things that you mm. classes people take, the books people collect and read, and then they start quoting these other teachers. They lose sight of who they are. They don't even know what they really know because they come, become parrots of other people's stuff. And my, my whole take on it, and it's just been like six or seven podcasts, is that we are all created and put, we're on the, the winning team. None of us losers. In order to, to, you know, step away, we have to walk away on our own. And the people that are lured astray, and, not, and you know, what I refer to as Satan or the negative team or the, one, the losing team that really wants some winners, and he can only get them from the winning team. You know, the, on a football player, they don't, they don't take the, the riffraff. They go after the best. You know, and they can be taken down in, in, in and out of any day. I mean, I'm, I'm under quote-unquote attack every day, but no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know, so there are different words that are out there that other people parrot. You know, if they can get the core ingredient that they're born on the winning team, that's the big deal. So all of us with gifts, anybody that's writing a book that is, you know, twisting the words of another person to create another modality to sell this to make money, it's, it's, it's a crime. It's a crime. I mean, that's the whole purpose of this podcast that I'm a party to is to give information for free. People already know that they can book appointments with me. And, th- and that's a wonderful thing. But if I can help them be who they are and just better of what they are, in fact, the, the whole teaching of Jesus, let's say, is that these and greater things shall you do, meaning everything he did, we can do and greater things than those. So what you're uh, speaking of is, you know, cutting to the chase, you know, getting, getting the, the core ingredient and building people up and letting them know they're already gifted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want people to realize... Um... We're creators of our own reality. I want them to realize the power they have um, and start using because we all use those powers whether we're aware of it or not. So right, correct. A lot of people don't don't yeah. know that, so sure. they're using their creative forces right. uh, to create a lot of negative things for themselves. And if I think we just educate people and uh, share a lot of stuff with people, they'll realize they have the power to create all they want. Right. And start so using it for good. So I I want to just step backward here for a minute. So one of the other conversations I had with Adam while we were in his mom's garage <laughs> surrounded by, <laughs> which, which, by the way, which by the way she was having a big upcoming garage sale so i shopped for some more things too um anyway so so adam you know as as we're sitting here talking about people seeking other things you had mentioned to me that um you basically have been a seeker yourself what were you prior to realizing that man there's there's something more here that i need to Looking. You said I have been a what? Sorry, what was that? Seeker. That you were trying to find, like, I don't know, life's purpose or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm 28. I'm, I'm no different than most young people. Um, I, I grew up not aware of a lot of these facts, um, ignorant to the truth. Uh, so I was, uh, use what term you want, but I was, a, I was a typical person in the Matrix. I just believed what I was told growing up. Uh, so I used, again, those powers I was talking about, I used to create a lot of negative things in my life. Um, I ended up creating just uh, health issues for myself, health challenges. Um, and it was the, I guess, pain I created for myself with physical health that uh, created me to seek something greater. Um, I just, you know, hit a low point in life where I realized this can't be it. There's something more. I just 
it was, I, I got to like the lowest of my low and then something just hit me. I can't explain it. It was just an energy. I just felt something take over. And uh, I just realized there was a, mo- a lot more to life. And ever from that point, uh, I started asking and wanting to seek knowledge and gain a lot of those truths. So. Yeah, it's a, a beautiful thing. Let me interject here, too, on a couple of, because I do like to do some of the teaching I know and, and give some information for mm-hmm. free. Um, the fact that you, you know, were aware um, that you were manifesting things in a certain way, and then you spoke about uh, the health challenges. I wanted to speak about uh, what I know to be true, and uh, the same thing with animals that are misbehaving or taking on health issues for their people. The fact that, and this comes from a different podcast, but the fact that animals can take things on for people means that it is not DNA. So it is not passed down through the lines. If that's the case, if animals can take it on for people, then people can take it on for people. But people are not that nice. But they're nice is when they're born, when they're first born and they come into the flesh and they're a pure spirit now covered with flesh. There is an entity on the negative team that is recruiting them as soon as they come in because he knows winners are being born every second of the day all over the planet. And so as he recruits them, he says something like, for instance, hey, you know, these guys are letting you in and the new baby is saying, yeah, it's so great to be here, you know, expecting to be loved and and cared for and nurtured, and oh, how, how great this is going to be. And the negative coach is saying, hey, you know, if you want to help these people, you could take on some of their problems, you know, like cancer and diabetes and alcoholism and drug addiction and, and abuse and, and overworking and, and, you know, traveling. You know, if you did the traveling and you took all this other stuff, they, they would have a better life. And they're like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. They don't even know what they're saying yes to. Mm-hmm. So... People grow, and it looks like an environmental thing. They believe on a, on a spiritual re- level that they are helping these people, like the animals. I, I gave an experience about a, a cat that was taking on a severe kidney ailment in a different um, podcast. Where the, And in fact, through conversation, the cat and the person were healed. It took eight months for the person, but she could have healed that day, according to you know, my, my experience with this situation. So if an animal can take it on for people... And that would mean people can take it on for people. The thing is, is with some people with regards to health concerns, um, I think I spoke about the bubblegum issue to you guys uh, when we were in person. I said this on a podcast before, that people can be suffering, and it's not their job to suffer. Exactly. So a health concern, according to me, is the body, you know, when people are going through a bad, let me back up here, when people are going through a bad situation in their life, can be anything. And, no, you know, people get tired of listening to people complain and bitch, frankly. And so they stop talking about it because nobody's listening anyway. And so as a person ages, it starts to build up. And the more time you have to yourself and the less you're running around, the more it builds up and it speaks out through the flesh. Because the body, the person really wants to know, and the body in pain is really saying, I hurt. Can't you see that? Doesn't anybody see I'm in pain? And so the physical pain is showing somebody out there to pay attention. And the thing is, is most of these people that have a health concern get attention in the worst way by having a health concern and a medical physician be the, I mean, they're paying for somebody to pay attention to them. Yeah. The good news is, is just like the animal that has a bad behavioral health concern that I can talk to and say, hey, it is not your job to suffer. Your only job is to be loved. The same way God would say to me, and it took me a year and a half or two years to figure out God was telling me that, you know, you, it is not your job to suffer. Would you just let me love you? Just let me love you. 
You know, so my health concerns started dropping away when I realized the animals were taking it on for me. And I'm sharing with you, Adam, and anybody else out there listening, if you have pain in any part of your body, every quadrant of the body has a particular area or overview. It took a lot of time for me to see that. But the the truth of the matter is, is when it is, is seen, it can be cast off. Yeah. You know, I mean, so we've lo- we've lost Adam. If we can get him to um, call back, that would be great. Uh, Julie, want to try? How's your battery? It's great. Here he comes. Here he goes. There you are. Yeah, got cut off from me there. Th- th- <laughs> thank you, dear. Oh, we thought maybe you got a more important call. Well, not, <laughs> not only that, but it is it is the way the negative team starts dinking with us. You know, likes to interrupt us. We had one podcast <laughs> where we were talking about how you get delayed and how he interrupts. And sure enough, the whole podcast was interrupted. <laughs> you know, I can share a story. Yeah, please do. Go ahead. So uh, last night, um, I like to do worldwide meditations. Mm-hmm. I like to participate in worldwide meditations. So there was a meditation last night. Um kind of uh, to help all the people who are suffering from the virus mm-hmm. currently and uh, just to bring, you know, good health and prosperity to the entire world. So I log in to participate, and I'll be darned if it wasn't, you know, a few minutes into it, all of a sudden the, the screen is frozen. You know, I, I, I can hear the guy talking, but it, the image is frozen. So I backtrack out of it, log in again, and it seems like it's, you know, starting or attempting to work. You know, I see the little circle going around on my cell phone. Yeah. And so I log out again. Well, this went on. I missed. There was like a little lesson that they were giving us prior to doing the meditation. Mm -hmm. So out of that lesson, oh, I probably missed over half of it. Mm -hmm. And then the meditation started. Same thing, only during the meditation, literally every minute, I must have logged in and out 20 times just trying to catch mm-hmm. bits and pieces of this meditation. Are you Now, what is your take on that, that you should have seen it or should have missed it? Well, I almost felt like I was being prevented from seeing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, for your benefit? No. Okay. I did not feel like it was for my benefit right. because... To me, it was something really important okay. to be yeah. praying for all the people who yeah. are ill, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like it was intentionally being interrupted. Right. So then today, there was another opportunity um, for a different worldwide meditation. And all these are for the full moon, you know, where it's supposed to be the most powerful and mm-hmm. the most beneficial uh, for mass meditations around the globe. According to who? Uh, well, according to people who meditate. <laughs> so, follow, follow the planet. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I sign on to this meditation this afternoon and didn't have any trouble with it. And it was the same, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. So it was only while I was in my home trying to do this meditation that mm-hmm. I had the issue. Who was, who was the leader of the meditation? Was it a particular um, teacher or uh, background yes. of this teacher? Stephen Coe. Yeah, he's... Um, what is his background? What's his belief? Uh, he, is, he is the current um, master of pranic healing in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, loves to lead these meditations, and mm-hmm. he, he does it for free, and mm-hmm. it's all... 
you know, virtual and mm-hmm. yeah. So it was just very odd that that happened because I don't normally have technical glitches, you know. Trying well, you to... may you might want to focus on that as to whether he's you know somebody that's supposed to be in your particular life or in your particular home. Yeah, that's well, I mean just something to contemplate. He just happens to be my favorite. Out of all the people who do these meditations. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just, just a, an interesting just, experience. Yeah, just a thought. I know. The, uh, Adam, the, um, what's, your, what's your next step with, um, you know, how you're dealing with some of your circumstances? Um, uh, what I'm working on right now, I believe our thoughts are powerful. Um, I believe our thoughts uh, control. That's one of our main ways of creating things. Um, so I'm basically working on changing my mindset. Um, just change the way I think, uh, stopping a lot of the negative ways I used to think and just change it into positive thinking, um, focusing on what I want as opposed to what I don't. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And that's why uh, when you spoke earlier about, um, obviously, I put in the order to somebody specifically for that meeting we had uh, together. I did. I've been uh, focusing on, you know, the last three months about improving my health, uh, you know, being uh, at my physical peak. Um, like I said, or like you said, once you put that order out there, based on your thoughts, your ideas, your words, um, you really do get it in return. Adam, so, can you accept that you've already been healed, or do you need to work on your health? Which one do you like the best? Um, as I said to Julie before, I almost feel like my health uh, was just maybe good or bad. I use it as a motivation. Um, it does give me more of a purpose and helps focus me on uh, what I want to spend the rest of my life doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree with you. I am already healed. I am um, perfect the way I am right now, um, but I still want to have you know something to strive for, I guess. Right. The uh, I'm going to encourage everyone listening, in, including you and uh, Julie, is to, to contemplate your perfection the way you were born, that the marketing out there that you, Adam, are referring to with wanting a better civilization is the one convincing everybody they've got a problem and that somebody else can fix it. You know, the fact that you are, you know, so far ahead of where you've been, Adam, is, is huge. You know, mm-hmm. but to, for people to focus on health concerns, if I can, you know, reiterate that a health concern is merely something in, within you saying, I hurt, why doesn't anybody see that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's so important to know that you can want you meaning anyone can want somebody to pay attention, but do not need to suffer in order for someone to see. I'm going to, you you guys weren't here or maybe didn't listen to this particular podcast and and maybe I didn't even say it, but let me, let's say it here. Um, When I was approximately 11 years old, I was out feeding a rabbit that I had called Honey Bunny. It was approximately 7.30 at night. It was just getting dark as I was pro- approaching the back of the house after I fed the rabbit, I saw the glow of, of uh, the kitchen light and people that are family members walking back and forth through the kitchen. And I heard a voice that came, and this is before I knew what I know now, but I was absolutely hearing voices in good and bad. And this voice said to me, because I was bitching and complaining like I normally do to God, and I, I can't say that I knew it as God. I, I knew that I knew there was something bigger I believed in it. I wasn't taught it. I did what didn't take classes in it. I did, certainly didn't learn it in any church. It just I just came in with it and stuck with it because anything that I was looking at looked like a lie. I mean, I just came in ahead of the game. So when I looked at this thing, 
And I was complaining, you know, that all the other kids, you know, and what's going on and blah, blah, blah with the family. And, and I heard this voice say to me, you know, if you would get pregnant or do poorly in school, you would get more attention from them. And I raised my hand and I'm pointing <laughs> at the kitchen window and I said, I am not going to ruin my life for those people to pay attention to me. You know, so the thing is, is that we are led astray because something's out there saying, if you want attention, you know, you get, you're, you're, oh, look at you suffering, you know, and doesn't it hurt over here? And then somebody will notice that. And then, and then we get, then we're wrapped up in somebody paying attention to our pain. The idea is what you're, you're tapping into, Adam, and what Julie already knows is that, you know, we pick the things we do like. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I walk through my house on a regular basis wanting to bitch up a storm and I'm saying, I love life. Life loves me, <laughs> you know, or I love people. People love me, you know, because I really want to say the opposite, you know, because I had thought for my life that people were the problem on the planet. I was sure that if they weren't on the planet, this planet would be fine. You know, and of course, through the, the training that God was giving me through my complaining and bitching and moaning was that he loves his people. You know, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Have you seen him? He loves us for all of our flaws. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he loves us for our, for our perfection. Yeah. And he's hoping that we see it. So I am saying this is that, you know, if we can tap into knowing that we're on the winning team, bored by the best of the best, you know, if we walk away, he's going to let us go because it's, it's our free will to walk away. All we have to do is turn around and come back. But if, if no one knows, if they're not taught, that they're born on the winning team, that there is an entity, there's nothing wrong with giving it a, a, a title of some sort so that you, you, you personally, you anybody, personally can identify with it. But to call it energy, there's a lot of energy and good energy. What, what are you going to hug that? You're going to talk specifically to that? You know, you know, it's like talking to the wind. You know, there's a specific point that everything comes from. You know, and it's, it, it, I, and I tell people hold, with the whole Jesus trick, you know, and I'm using layman's term, but God forgive me. And people, don't be bitching at me. But the thing is, is this guy is written out to be Lord and Savior. I tap into that because he's got all the goodies. If I can't wrap my round mind around the whole thing, I can't wrap my mind around math, for God's sakes. And I can't even go up to the light switch on the wall and turn it on, and who cares how it got there? You know, only the guy that wants to fix it knows how to work it. I'm just glad I flipped the switch, and there it is. The same for me and this energy that I call God is the same. So we're at, we're at, uh, we've got a few more minutes here. We're going to have a, a, a second podcast to continue this, but we're keeping it in, in, uh, in a heartbeat here. I want to also identify uh, to the public listening. I've got to give gratitude for this station. It is Lake Orion uh, Television. The, Ian is the director. Joe is the instructor for the podcast and the whole television and all the, the uh, all this marketry here. There's these buttons and all everything. The equipment. <laughs> the equipment. Now, God bless him. He's so patient and kind. And I say this each time because it is amazing that he is so kind. I, I, you know, I'd want to have, I'd, I'd, I, frankly, I'd want to bitch slap somebody. <laughs> Me in particular. So, and we've got uh, Tessa and Tracy that work the phones and answer all our questions. And, and uh, Joey is another one helping with editing. This is a nonprofit here. This equipment, if you take the class, uh, th this year th it's difficult with the COVID, but the classes will be on next year. They're very inexpensive. They're top-notch. The equipment is, is state-of-the-art and so fun. And, and, you know, when was the last time you tried something for the first time? You know, so if you've got something you want to talk about, 
we're working through this uh, as we go. You know, there's important information to be uh, gleaned here that is, is free on this podcast. There's, a, um, in addition to the, the uh, Lake Orion uh, Neighborhood Television, I have a prayer line for people to call if they wish. You can go to God yourself. You know, ask the energy out there that delivers. The more you identify what that is and how personal it is to you, the more it delivers. The, the more you're excited about the things you see, the more it gives you because it's happy to see you happy. Like any parent, you know, if you're going to see that kid jumping up and down with the gift you give them, they're going to want to give you another gift because they like to see happy. And, and that ties in with keeping the positive outlook brings in more positivity. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And if you think you're going to have a bad day, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's amazing. So, so uh, with that, the prayer line, if anyone chooses to call, I, I know God very well. You can go to it, him, yourself. Uh, but if you want some help and you want to call that line, it is a, a number that I, I do not return those calls. But I will go as an intercessor, let's say, expecting uh, you to get your, what you're asking for delivered. Because as far as I'm concerned, God is the only one that has guarantees. And I will be asking for you. That number to call is 810-724-3223. Again, 810-724-3223. Any closing remarks? And we will have a part two to this, but go ahead, Julie. Well, it's been a pleasure being on. This is the first time I've done anything like this. So thank you for inviting me, and I'm glad the, uh, the whole synchronicity thing happened, you know. It's exciting. experience. It's yeah. exciting. And Adam? I just uh, thankful for you inviting me here. Uh, it's grateful to meet you and Lisa, and I look forward to uh, what the future holds. Okay, well, let's close this down, and, um, and we'll, uh, we'll start here in a little bit and continue uh, with what we're talking about, synchronicity, how things are delivered, how we ask for things, and how great it is, really is down here on the planet called Earth. I love you guys. Take care.